Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And snuggled up next to Reed, I'm Ty Turley. Yeah, we're in a long recording session, keeping it going for this uh, holiday movie wrap-up we're doing. And this week we're going to be talking about Vice. Uh, But before we get to that, we wanted to give a recommendation for a political satire. I'll go first this week. And I'm going to recommend a movie that also came out this year, Death of Stalin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I don't know if it hit too close to home for Ty. <laughs> I don't think he liked it, but I thought it was pretty funny and kind of ridiculous. And from the same people who did um, In the Thick of It, a British political show that I like. Um I just feel bad. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, it's, it's it's all on me. It's my failing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is your uh, political satire movie choice? I'm going to recommend Leviathan, a Russian movie from a few years ago. Uh, it's about a little town in Russia where there's a mayor who's corrupt and um, does a land deal or manipulates a land deal to his advantage. Um, and it's this great, beautifully shot metaphor for corruption in Russia. We both did Russian movies. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Sort of. Yours was tangentially Russian. Uh, the Russian political system was what was being satire. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's why I didn't like it. It wasn't done with the soul of a Russian. <laughs> um, probably not. Uh, well, let's move on to Vice. I think this movie's gotten a lot of attention uh, over the holidays as a sort of award contender. Um, going into this movie, I guess I knew it was Adam McKay directing. And even though I saw the big short, I was expecting this to be more of a comedic satire. And I feel like there was some comedy, but I was surprised at how sort of dry and straight this movie was. What was and, the- Go ahead. And maybe... Uh, I would say sort of heavy handed in its kind of way of explaining Dick Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Not very imaginative, very um, heavy handed is the right word. I agree. I don't, I, it's so frustrating to me because this is true with the big short too. I want to like the movie so much and then sitting through it, I'm just like, let me out of here. It's you can tell it's supposed to be fun, and it's not fun. I mean, I think that's interesting because I don't think I reacted very well to the Big Short initially, but I've thought about it more and I've watched it more recently, and I guess I do think it is a good movie. But no, I think of the Big Short when I'm thinking of like, <laughs> it's like, oh, remember how crappy the Big Short was when they cut away to Selena Gomez and Dick Thaler? Sure, and this movie Vice did similar things, yes. right? So, you know, having Alfred Molina giving him the menu of hated that scene, torture and power that they could take. I mean, do you think it's that they're trying to be funny or they're just trying to show it in a way that they think Americans or people would yeah. understand because they don't trust us to understand it? It's super condescending. Adam McKay thinks America's Americans are dumb, don't have an attention span worth anything and need and and that he understands how grave and important all these things are, and he needs to come down from the mountain and tell us. That's the that's the vibe I get from it. Well, that's I mean, they even say like 
while these things were happening, people were partying or trying to watch American Idol and get distracted by TV. In the movie, they they say those things. They cut away to that random girls at a dance club. Yeah, I mean, it's just the like the quality's not that good. Who are they? Doesn't matter. It's this really, it's this really literal, cheap, visual metaphor that he thinks is. I, I mean, I think he thinks that's clever. And then for me, I would just say that is so bluntly direct that it's not interesting. And if you, I don't know what when this happened when they were uh, president and vice president two thousand to two thousand eight. Look at the movies that Adam McKay was making. I mean, that's when Step Brothers comes out. It's not like he was leading the charge against the corruption in politics at that point. Uh, he's woke now. I guess he did figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There, there's so much. I mean, Dick Cheney's an interesting person. And, and well, the other thing is about the the style of it. Like now, I don't know how much of that was true about Dick Cheney, or how much of it is is him making it a parody. You know, like I guess I've never thought this before, but maybe if you wanted to critique the life of someone, it would be better to not have that tone because if the person really did bad things, then it's better to show what they did and how they did it. And that in and of itself speaks for itself. Right. But if you do a parody, then you left your, I'm not sure what I'm reacting to. Is it Adam McKay's slanted view of him or is it the truth? I mean, it, it seems to me like he was not a very good political leader and I don't agree with sort of his politics, I guess at all, but in the extreme way that they show him, it's hard to also think he didn't care about anything. Like that scene stands out to me where Donald Rumsfeld just laughs when he asks, what do we believe in? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think those guys would, I mean, I think they would say they were trying to keep America safe. They, he does say that at the end. That's his very impassioned ending plea that someone told me is word for word from a Dick Cheney interview. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what they're trying to do. Probably selfishly and probably, I don't, yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. But I think if you're trying to show sort of the corruption and the stuff, maybe there just isn't enough factual information out there about what, how things happened with Halliburton and what actually happened in the search for weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And it seems like something happened there and they hinted at it in the movie, but you, if we don't know definitively, I don't know. It's hard to really to show that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the moment I was the angriest in the movie was when they were sitting on the Rumsfeld and Cheney were sitting on the couch with the generals and they just wouldn't talk about the, the, uh, contract that was awarded to Halliburton. Like, if that kind of stuff really happened, that would make me really angry. Because then that does make it seem like the war was done just to profit themselves. I find that so hard to believe, but I, I don't... Was I talking to you about this? or I realized, I think, after the movie, I find that so hard to believe because I don't... I would just never send, you know, thousands of people into war to make money. I can't believe someone else would do that. Right, it's like, it's so against sort of how you or we would act that's hard to even imagine anyone doing it something like that yeah especially people who are already they're already millionaires would they really have sent america to war so that they could personally enrich themselves a little bit more 
maybe I find that so hard to believe. The movie definitely did not convince me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I think they wanted to show that there was corruption, that they, you know, were sort of self-interested, but I mean, also just not the, um, not the the actual things they did, but sort of their mindset, like around presidential power and what they're allowed to do, and how they sort of changed that and shaped that which really could have longer lasting impacts or, you know, still be affecting the way a president works today, which I think is scary. Yeah, it definitely still a thing I and mean, we have to deal with. Yeah. So I guess, um, besides that, how do you feel about the kind of structure of the movie as far as a, you know, a biographic picture? Well, I guess I don't know what you mean as far as a biography. I guess, uh, let me clarify. I think, like with the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, I feel like they show a lot from Freddie Mercury early, and then they, you know, sort of then jumps through time, right? And I think with with this movie, they also show a lot of Dick Cheney, you know, getting into the point of him having power. You know, like, the first 45 minutes are that, and then there's sort of a time jump when he's out of power, and then again when he's the vice president. And do you think they were just targeting sort of the most interesting or most politically active areas of his life or the things that happened in between weren't as important? Yeah, both those things, I think. I don't know. Did it bother you? It or? does. I just I feel like if you're going to talk about someone's life, I don't know, maybe it, it doesn't work narratively to not. Yeah, the point isn't to show you everything Dick Cheney did in his life, right? I would say the point is... They're making an he's making an argument about the perfidy of the world war. Huh. Okay. Do you feel like you, you really want to know like what he did at Halliburton? Well, right. I guess I don't know. What? I, well, that would have helped maybe fill in the gaps for convincing me that that he did the war just to enrich himself in Halliburton. I don't know. Like, what was Halliburton doing before there was a war? Going out to the oil fields in Saudi Arabia. That's the one shot we got. It's already probably pretty bad. <laughs> Is it bad to go to oil fields in Saudi Arabia? Well, I don't know. I don't know if working with Saudi Arabia is the best right now. Okay, well, it's not right now. It was... It was Do you think they were less oppressive 20 years ago? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not defending them. I don't know. It's okay. Ty's here. For you, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I'm not defending them. I don't know. Um, the, my seriously, my point is the movie. Maybe the movie is trading on this idea that everyone's just going to be biased against Saudi Arabia. But that's that's unfair too. Yeah, it's lazy. Yeah, like if if Saudi Arabia was doing something bad at the time and Halliburton was dirty by association, show that. Okay. Uh, so let's get, like, rather than sort of the general feelings about the movie, what all that sort of, uh, like, the structure. So we talked about the Alfred Molina thing. How do you feel about him rolling credits in the middle of it? Like, pretending Dick Cheney didn't take the vice presidency job? Yeah. I mean, that was funny. That I liked it. If I wouldn't have been so annoyed at everything else, I would have liked it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, thought it, I thought it's a funny way to do it. I'm obviously very meta, sort of weird. Yeah, uh, there's so many mo- moments in the film that are kind of breaking the fourth wall. Or yeah, did you like the focus groups? 
<laughs> no, I, I, I hated those scenes. Yeah, well, because it's like you just wrote this, so you're it's so contrived. You want so contrived, and and those two guys, the Trump supporter and the liberal, it's just such tired stereotypes. Yeah. And then how about the, um, do you like the structure with the voiceover, Jesse Plemons character providing context or it just, it's sort of a way to narrate or add yeah. exposition. I I mean, it's very rare that I like voiceover. I, I'm a strong anti voiceover. I know your preferred documentaries, no voiceover. Yeah. No voiceover. Don't explain stuff to me. It's film. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, so yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't particularly like it, I, and also, also, it just creates this artificial. He does it right so that you, it raises a question in your mind: who is talking? And then, you know, the voice eventually starts saying kind of things like, "But I'll tell you later." Or you'll, you know, it, it hints that you're going to meet this person later, and they're important in some way, and so it creates this question of, "Wait, who is this?" But the answer to that question is the guy whose heart ended up going to Dick Cheney. That is inconsequential in terms of the larger argument of the film. So I think narration, if you're going to use it, should be used to build the drama, the central drama of your of your movie. And that narration did not do that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be his son-in-law for a little bit. I thought it was going to be uh, someone killed by his policies. Well. <laughs> it was not that. <laughs> That's true. It was not that. <laughs> uh, what about the acting? I mean, I feel like people really have touted Christian Bale in this role. How do you feel like he does at being a low-energy, non-charismatic person? Yeah, he does so good. I mean, I love Christian Bale, so I would watch him do anything. I loved watching him. I think he and Amy Adams were really strong, and then I feel like I could never really see... Steve Carell or Sam Rockwell as Rumsfeld or Bush. No, they were so silly. Like they were much more caricature. Yeah. And you feel like Christian Bale's really kind of acting or embodying this person, and the other two didn't. Well, yeah. He's, well, I don't know. I don't know Dick Cheney. That's the weird thing. I mean, he really was a very strange vice president because. You know, I don't have memories of him ever speaking, so uh, I don't. I I have I have a suspicion that that the portrayal of him was also a caricature. I guess I think that's true, but the mannerisms look. I feel like Christian Bell really tried to mirror. I mean, he watched tons and tons of video, and yeah, no, he was great. I, yeah, I also liked Amy Adams a lot. I did not like Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He was too dumb. Right. It's like when things like that, it just makes it lose credibility. And then you don't know anything of the story is true. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. <laughs> um, any other? There was no Margot Robbie. <laughs> Every movie could use a little Margot Robbie. <laughs> I mean, that was the best part of uh, the last one. What was it called? <laughs> the Big Short. The Big Short. I don't think that's true. <laughs> okay. Any other likes or dislikes for this one? You want to make sure we're reviewing? No, I think that's it. Okay. I think we can give our rankings then. For me, 
Uh, I'm going to rank Vice a two. I just think maybe it's not the movie for me, even if it is the politics for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like movies that challenge my politics. So this one was very well rated for you. We're not saying my politics, so you'll never know. Uh, I'm going to give it a two also, and I'm not giving it a one just because of Christian Bale and Amy Adams, I guess, but especially Christian Bale. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, before we close out, we'll give a recommendation for something else we've been watching or reading, listening to. Tidy, what do you have this week? This is a big week for me, Ooh. big episode, because... This is my first book, I think. I don't read a lot, but on New Year's Day I read Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And it's a very weird, it was, it's a, I felt slightly uneasy reading it because it's self-serving. And he's not quite self-aware enough for my liking, but I do love Nike. And it was fascinating to hear how the company came to be. That's on my bookshelf. I'm ready to read it soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why I read it. It's on his bookshelf. Yeah. It was a Christmas present. So you got to it pretty quick. Uh, All right. For me, I will recommend a show that's available on Netflix. Came out a couple years ago. Uh, I saw it, but I've just been watching it recently. It sort of dropped off my radar. It's uh, Schitt's Creek. (laughs) I think it's pretty funny. Wait, isn't it a parody? I don't know if it's a parody. It's this like really rich family who loses all their money and they go and live in this kind of podunk town with hillbilly type people. But oh. they have a change of heart and they, I don't, their back and forth is so funny to me. I thought it was a parody of Dawson's Creek. I always thought that all these years. It is not. Yeah, it's not. Okay, interesting. It has Eugene Levy in it. Yeah. The big eyebrows guy. I don't know. <laughs> He's been in tons of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. All right, there you go. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, you usually say something funny. Okay, I'm sorry. 